Hello everybody, this is Andrew Pond, Artistic Director of Eclectic Full Contact Theater, welcoming you to the Half Hour Audio Hour, and this special preview of Death and Grandmother Chet by Nina Key. Today we have an interview with the director of Death and Grandmother Chet, Aimi Tien. Um, so the first the first question for you is the same. What 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 drew you to this project? Nina's beautiful writing, for one. Um, I really like, so I had seen two versions of the script. Um, both versions of the script took this encounter between this older woman and death in such an interesting way and also played that factor of like, what, how, how can we continue to up the stakes? And I love it when writers give me all the tools to show how deep a situation can happen. And my family is a family of refugees. So that story also resonates with me on that level. And in general, I think we need more stories about these wars um, told by the people who have actually, whose families have lived them, whose communities have lived them, who are folks of color. I'm really at this point uninterested in hearing stories about the Korean War or the Vietnam War um, by white people. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just not as interesting to me and it's often very much from the soldier point of view or what it may have been like to protest the war um and that's not the experience of the people who lived it and like i will be quite frank about this at the same time as all of this was happening there was a lot of anti-asian sentiment directly uh directed at me in my life during this process um that was also like calling me Viet Cong and all these things or Viet Cong and like that's um so I was really bringing these experiences of war and of course I'm not Korean myself but um to to be able to parallel these experiences and to step into this world that Nina Key created for us was like a lovely gift is this the first audio drama that you've directed and if so what are the differences between this and, and doing a live performance and if it isn't what how did this compare to the ones you've done before? This is the first audio drama I've directed other people in. Uh, I've been in a number of audio dramas as an actor. Mm-hmm. And then I've also had a lot of my work, uh, my personal narrative and essay work turned into podcasts or directed in that way as well. Um, and then I've had to self-produce and direct some stuff during the pandemic as many of us have been watching to do (laughs) (laughs) the limitations that we've been in. And um, it's really fun. I think it's, it's always interesting um, to strip away the senses from people. And there's something very intimate about audio dramas, whether we are listening to them ourselves or like old school radio plays where families are crouched and staring at the radio, you're giving people this wonderful ability to imagine and fill in the gaps of the world, but you're also giving them such a targeted, uh, targeted way of looking at it. It's like, I always say that I like to work in open boxes. I don't want to be out of the box. I would like to know where the walls are, but have an opening to go out and have a direction. And I think that's a that's a fun part of audio dramas. That's that, that is an awesome way of 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 describing it. That's lovely. What is since we've brought up the pandemic, uh, what challenges did you face doing this project? Considering the fact that we're doing it during a pandemic where nobody can actually be anywhere near each other. 
it's one of these things where I love to have actors be physically in space with one another, even if we're only getting part of it, because that's more for the actors to react to, more for me to see. Um, there's, of course, like general tech things, right? The a delay or someone's sound goes mm-hmm. out or someone's internet goes out. That's always an issue we're dealing with now. Um, but there is also mm-hmm. a lovely way for us to still keep on connecting, um, thanks to the miracle of technology. I, I agree with you. I love the, the, the idea of having it still f- at least feel as much like a live performance as we can get um, in this in this situation. Um, what and you probably have touched on a little bit of this, but a little more in, in, in depth. What what draws you to telling stories in in an audio only format? Oral storytelling is one of the full, oldest forms of art we have. Right. It's the first real form of art we learn. And like as small mm-hmm. children, as we hear our parents tell us stories or folk tales and things like that. And that's that's a little bit of magic, right? There's magic in listening to a whole world come alive just with words. Not even words you can read. You can't go over it again. You can't mm-hmm. it's just human people telling you stories. Um, and sure, we may add sound, we may add music and all these things, but I think the rhythm of human speech is really lovely and it you can take into consideration, especially when you have like authentic dialogue and like, or poetic language if you were going in another direction, right? Um, I think this is why spoken mm-hmm. word and slam can be very effective too, um, of just getting to hear so many things and like it's it's a basic building block that we can all latch onto. like it's in our bones oral storytelling absolutely absolutely and um this this show draws heavily as as nina has pointed out from folk tales and and and, and things like that what is your favorite folk tale I remember reading this question and being like, oh, no, I'm so bad at picking favorites. I'm such a Libra. <laughs> it's like, like, uh, what is a way if uh, an immortal being was going to torture me would be to like tell me you have to pick a favorite. And no, you can't pick two. You genuinely just have to pick a favorite. <laughs> so it makes me think of like, I grew up um reading a lot so i would read like mm-hmm. greek and roman folklore and like the grim brothers which is very very dark and I, as a young child they probably should not have let me read that um <laughs> and then like hearing vietnamese folk tales from my mother and like and some chinese folk tales too and mm-hmm. i think i'm really interested in tri- i'm gonna cheat right now i'm generally interested in like trickster myths like i love right. i love the coyote i love yes. um, like fox foxes are tricksters in every pretty much every culture mm-hmm. um and like hearing those stories where it's like oh you could have been a little craftier and gotten out of your way because i think it's fun when a trickster god is so excited when they find a mortal who will play with them and who's smart enough to keep up with them. Right. And yeah. That's, those are my favorite folk tales. Wonderful. That counts. Great. Thank you. That counts. Thank you for I'll validating give, me. I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you that. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm an Aries, so I can just make a decision really fast. Oh, um, it's usually like the, wrong, 
it's usually the wrong one, but that's okay. Um, and and the same and the same question that I that I gave uh, uh, our two actors, what? How do you envision the Grim Reaper? I am not afraid of death, so I don't imagine death as being a scary thing. I imagine death as like a kindly figure who may appear to you as someone who's already passed on, perhaps, to take mm-hmm. you on the next step, whatever your version of the afterlife may be. I think there's a lot of joy and peace in it. I, I would hope um, to die with a life well lived. Uh, and with no to minimal regrets and perhaps this is also like i am a buddhist so in theory i have a bunch of shots to <laughs> it's true you, you 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 do get a lot of do-overs right I like <laughs> oh, so like maybe that's another reason death doesn't really freak me out um and it goes back to you being a libra awesome it's like <laughs> it's, no, 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 I, I, I can do this again right yeah, it's going to be fine. Um, so, yeah, for me, Dev is just like, a, hey, we're going. And, like, in um, – I I think recently of, like um, – not recently. This was a few years ago right now when my grandfather passed. In Vietnamese Buddhist tradition, um, there's an idea that the the soul is being judged for 49 days or, like, their karma is being evaluated. Mm. for at least 49 days after passing and up to and may linger on for up to 100 if not more if like they make an active choice to linger on in some way you know that's a different situation but on average um people linger around and the like it gives time for you to grieve and for you to process that but also know that this person is like hopefully going on to a better next life or reaching a different state of being whatever may be the case for that person and during that period um i had like opportunities to come to terms with my grief for my grandfather in like a a really lovely way as a man who had deeply influenced me and had been a part of my entire childhood um and like he he wanted to go when he went you know Mm. he was ready he was ready and i i think he welcomed it in many ways so i don't think death is always a bad thing sometimes death is just peace and a smile that which is a a, 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 a again a lovely way of, of of looking at it and a significantly less terrifying one than a lot of people have so um having Having, I, I am, I am not one, but I've, I studied Buddhism a lot in college, and I always loved that philosophy. I did not know that about the Vietnamese branch of of Buddhism. Mm-hmm. I was, I studied primarily the in, the Indian and then the Japanese branches of it. But that's that's lovely. Yeah, um, we're we're very calm about like things <laughs> ending. <laughs> um. <laughs> I I I just like the fact that, that that you've got like this, and they're gonna they're gonna hang out for seven weeks, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fine. Um, yeah, there's a whole thing like you should be feeding them during this time, like leaving food <laughs> offerings out. Like if your family loves you, they're like sending feasts your way. Oh, that's <laughs> it's like that, a, it's wow. kind of very positive. <laughs> um, like, it's, and people are so sad, but you know. Yeah, 
No, I that's that's lovely. Well, those are all the questions that 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 I have uh, for you uh, today. And once again, just thank you uh, for for jumping aboard this this uh, this train and and going going along with us. It it was a it was a wonderful experience. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, please let me know. Nina, thank you for your lovely work. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cool, I mean. <laughs> You're cool. You're so cool. <laughs> and also, side note, I'm really sorry that that happened to you. Um, the yeah. uh, COVID oh, anti-Asian. Yeah. That also happened to me. Um, and I don't know. It just makes me sad that um, someone else. I mean, it's not that uncommon, but you know that someone else is also. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that happened to you too. It was like wild because his, like, it was my partner's former roommate and he got his mom involved. Oh my God. Like this grown, this 30 something year old man got his mom involved and his mom called my partner and was like, well, you know, we can't trust those foreigners. And I'm just sitting there and like, I was born here. I was born here. What are you talking about right now? Foreigner. What foreigner? Oh, have you listened to me talk? Like, I, I, I really, I really despair of people. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and I despair that so many of them look like me. Um, <laughs> so, you know, here's to a, here's to a better world. Slowly but surely. We hope you enjoyed the special preview of death and grandmother Che by Nina key launching February 14th. If you want to find out more about this or any of our upcoming audio drama podcasts, visit eclectic-theater.com. If you want to directly support this podcast, you can do so at redcircle.com slash shows slash half-hour-audio-hour, where you can make a one-time or recurring donation to help us continue to bring you brand new audio dramas. You can also support all of our upcoming audio projects on Kickstarter. Simply visit eclectic-theater.com and click on the Support Us on Kickstarter button, where you can find wonderful pre-launch rewards for all of our upcoming serialized audio dramas. Scared of commitment? Don't be! Keep it casual by visiting us at buymeacoffee.com EFCT, where you can make a simple one-time donation to help Eclectic Full Contact Theater continue to highlight the work of women, BIPOC, and LGBTQ artists. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.